You are listening to the brand new episode of In Love With The Process. I'm your host, Mike Petchy, and I have COVID. Yes, the hidden serpent, the legendary monster that seemed to uh, strike fear into the uh, entire population's hearts. And then one day just sort of slunk into the background uh, sneaking around, uh, snatching victims in the dark, uh, uh, sickness that became more of a legend. And, uh, <coughs> hold on. <coughs> I've got it. <coughs> uh, today, ooh, today is, uh, let's see, how many days has it been? One, two, three, four. I think today's officially day four. And it is the first day that I can uh, make sense of uh, my thoughts enough to uh, quickly uh, sit down with my phone here and uh, record something. Uh, Yeah. How many of you out there have gotten it? How many of you got it in the initial round? Uh, I think we got it in the initial round. Um, And then uh, this one just sort of came out of nowhere, really. And I guess (laughs) guess that's what anybody would say uh, when they really weren't paying attention to it uh, and paying attention to whether or not, (laughs) whether or not I should be prepared for it. Uh, But I figured I'd tell you a little bit about what I've been going through with it so that if you uh, start to feel symptoms or if you start to uh, uh, feel sick, uh, you can know what to expect, right? Uh, So it started with us a few days ago. Um, as many of you, I'm sure, if you follow me on Instagram at Mike Petchy or follow the podcast on Instagram, that's in love with the process pod on Instagram. You've seen that we recently just finished a big project for the Emmys um, and Apple TV, and we uh, did a pretty crazy uh, project that required a lot of work. Um, I'm not really allowed to talk about the specifics of it because of our contract, so I won't go into the type of work we did or how we did that work, which is strange. Um, But yeah, it required us to be up doing a lot of work for a short run run of time, Uh, which is fine. That was the exciting part about the gig. And uh, we also flew in a bunch of our pals to do it. So we got to hang out with like Jarvis and Crudo and all these guys. And of course, when you have people coming in from out of town, um, you know, you go into sort of s- celebration mode and you go into tourist mode, right? And so you start to hit up uh, a bunch of bars, you start to hit up a bunch of restaurants, and man, we had quite the adventure and we went to some of the best, oh, some of the best food places out here. Um, some of the spots that we hit, which for those of you who are LA residents, if you haven't hit Bowery, Bowery, Bowery Bungalow, I think. Man, my brain is half-functioning. Um, it's a spot over in Silver Lake, and it's like this elevated Mediterranean food. We had an amazing meal there. 
Uh, went to my one of my favorite restaurants here in Los Angeles in downtown LA, Little Sister, which is like elevated Vietnamese food. Um, and uh, man, we hit so many other really great legendary spots uh, out here, and uh, it was awesome. It was just a blast. And one of the best parts about working in this business, and when you get a big job, or when you finally get the green light and you're able to work with your friends it's like going on vacation even though you're working um and uh man it was such a great fucking week um and uh when we finished the job we went into celebration mode and i took some of the guys out and we partied pretty hard we ended up in break room 86 which is down in koreatown and uh i think that's where i got this was at break room 86 and that place uh was at one point we're there and it <clears throat> we were there at like 1 30 a.m or something and, and it just got so packed it was like a locker and there's so many people that were just running through there um and uh one of the guys on our crew uh was like man my allergies are acting up and he was like you know i don't know what it was but i was uh, hanging out in the space and my nose started to hurt or, or I, I think I was hanging around the specific curtain and it triggered my allergies. I think he was getting early stages of it or his body was fighting it. <coughs> Sorry, guys. <coughs> you got to hear some of this. Uh, uh. Sorry, guys. <coughs> Every once in a while, I'm talking because I don't do a lot of it right now talking triggers whatever is sort of clinging to my branches and my lungs and it starts to tickle my lungs it triggers this coughing fit <clears throat> and the thing that sucks about it is that normally when that happens you're coughing something up but i think it's like for me it's like a couple of fucking pebbles in a tin can that just sort of rattling around down in there Ugh, so i try not to get too deep in these coughing fits because i don't feel like it's accomplishing anything um Hold on, let the brain find it again. So, <clears throat> um, we went out, we partied, we had a great time. Um, and then like a day or two went by. And just because of the nature of that week, which was working very hard, uh, full throttling through that, doing almost like a, uh, I think I did like a 36-hour shift. Um, and then did all the celebration stuff afterwards. Both myself and Gina were just exhausted. And you, you just sort of walk out of the back end of that sort of shell-shocked and sort of walk, like, you know, it's like stumbling around and trying to find a sense of reality again. And uh, <clears throat> one of the things about, and we have talked about this on the show a lot, one of the things about uh, our business is that you randomly get a high. Like someone shows up with a Lamborghini, right? Someone shows up with a job. And you jump in and you go for a ride and suddenly it's from zero to a hundred. Like you're running super high, super excited with everything. And then um, you finish the job and things just crash out like pretty quick. And a byproduct of that uh, oftentimes is a depression, right? Where you've uh, been running at full throttle, like everything that you've trained for, everything that you know, you've been using those skills and you've been getting all of this uh, you know, these endorphins, you've been getting all this dopamine from the gig, and then it just sort of crashes out. 
And as you sort of, you know, return your life back to square one, you start to clean up your house, you start to get rid of all the gear, you start to do the returns, you start to do all that stuff, you, you come down pretty hard. And I knew this, and so I was concerned about how it was affecting Gina, and I said, hey, look, why don't we go have an adventure, you know? Like, let's not have this plummet here. Let's try to taper off the back end. So a day or two after, I think it was a two or three after, really, the gig, um, I said to her, let's go on a date. <coughs> and I booked, mm, I booked this restaurant that we had never been to. Excuse me. I booked this restaurant that we had never been to um, because I, I wanted it to be an adventure for us, right? And it, uh, I'm not going to plug the restaurant, but you'll, you'll see why. Um, so then uh, we uh, booked a date. Uh, we got dressed up and we uh, took a lift and headed uh, down downtown. Like, like, where the fuck were we? We were down below the city like i forget what part of the city it is it's not boyle heights but we were down underneath anyway and we're driving through you know some of the rougher neighborhoods it's down near the actually you know what it is is you, you drive through the flower district and you, you go through the flower district and man down there it's rugged here still you know there's lots of homeless lots of homeless people down there um and you know we're riding in this car and stopping at stoplights, and it just feels like you're in the movie Strange Days, or it feels like you're in like a weird John Carpenter film with, uh, you know, Alice Cooper, you know, <laughs> as a homeless guy crossing the street and staring into your soul. And uh, the two of us are dressed up, and it's just like, where the fuck are we going, right? Because we didn't know where this restaurant was. And the thing that's crazy about Los Angeles is that, you know, you go two or three blocks through some of the darkest underbelly of what the city has and what the city ignores. Um, and then you go two blocks and turn a corner and suddenly you're getting unloaded from like uh, lift blacks, right? The high priced lifts are all just sort of dumping people out into this fancy restaurant. It's very surreal. Uh, and so we go into the spot. <coughs> we booked ahead of time and it was um italian i think <clears throat> and when i went online and uh, found this this place there was like one thing on the menu that i specifically wanted that was the reason why i booked it i mean of course i booked it because i knew that there was stuff on there that gina would love but there was something that drew me in and it was this dish that was like a broiled or a flame broiled pork chop and they made like a homemade sausage patty it was like this really interesting sort of grill plate that i was like fuck yeah uh <clears throat> so we went in we were excited it was the recipe for goodness was there and uh i hadn't really eaten anything all day right because we were still kind of shell-shocked so our schedules were all screwed up but i figured i'll just eat when we go on our date and I'll, I'll pig out um <clears throat> so we go in they sit us uh they come over with like a complimentary glass of champagne which is great i think it was because i was put i was on a date when i did the reservation and when you do reservations you can actually do that kind of thing where 
you enter like, oh, we're on a date or it's an anniversary or something. Um, and so <clears throat> the host was very nice. He came over with a complimentary thing of champagne. And uh, we ordered our first course, which was a really decent uh, Brodo soup, which I've been obsessed with this year. And it's the simplest kind of recipe, right? It's uh, usually like a bone broth that uh, has a lot of care put into it. Um, oftentimes it's made with chicken. Sometimes it's made with pork bones or um, I don't think they do. It wasn't beef. So it was like a lighter broth. Um, and then simply, it's a clear broth with uh, little tornellinis in it. Um, and it's delicious. And I've had it in a few places out here and I make it at home. It's my go-to uh, soup if I'm feeling ill. Um, I love that soup. It makes me happy. And um, order that. Uh, <clears throat> and then we ordered, uh, what did Gina put in an order for like uh, an octopus dish, right? And so our waiter is a young kid, very eager, keeps coming over. There's like two staff that keep coming over and tending to us uh, and nervously tending to us. Like there's a lot of nervousness around them. Um, and uh, at this point <clears throat> at the, in the night, the romance is there, right? It's a place that we've never been to before. The lighting and the atmosphere just makes everything feel dimmer. Like my my view and my perception is like very tight. I, like I... It's like I'm, I'm, I'm seeing everything shot with like an 85 millimeter lens, you know? So like my focal length is like just the distance of Gina and it's all creamy. And, uh, you know, we're just connecting and it's fucking great. That's exactly what I wanted. And as we're talking and we finish our dishes <clears throat> and uh, the uh, waiter comes over and uh, we order a bottle of wine, right? I'm like, yeah, man, let's get a bottle of red and let's get like a... A nice Italian wine. We got a Montepucciano. <clears throat> and um, so it brings out a bottle and we start to drink the wine. And then they put down this salad on the table, like this big salad. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, man, this must be what the octopus is. And we look at it. He sees us looking at it kind of weird. And he goes, do you guys order the salad? And he goes, no, we ordered the octopus. He goes, oh, I'm sorry. I thought, because someone else delivered it. And he goes, uh, he that you guys had the salad and we go no 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 we had the octopus and it's fine we'll wait a, a hot second for it and so they took the salad away and we kept drinking right so we're just drinking we've had champagne and we're making our way through this bottle of wine and uh <clears throat> so our waiter comes over young eager kid and he's just like oh i'm sorry i put in the wrong fucking thing um can you bear with us because you know we have to heat this thing up we said yeah yeah go ahead so then a little while later, out comes the octopus, and we have it. It's okay, right? It isn't, you know, anything to write home about. It's not something, like, the <clears throat> the recipe for it or the ingredients for it uh, are for something that should be a great dish, but we have it, and it, like, the potatoes feel like they're home fries and not really sort of, you know, I don't want to sound like a fucking snob, but it just didn't, it didn't flow the way something at that price point you thought would flow, Right? Like, it felt like I was getting, like, a potato dish from, uh, I don't want to say Olive Garden, but you know what I mean. <coughs> and we're in a pretty expensive little restaurant. And so, <coughs> sorry. Uh, so then um, I, uh, I just let it roll off, right? Because now we've almost polished off the, the whole bottle. 
wine. And, uh, and I'm not there for this, you know, octopus dish. I'm there for this pork chop dish, right? And so the waiter comes back up and he goes, okay, what else are you guys ordering? And Gina puts him this bass, like a sea bass dish on, on like a white bean. It's almost like a cassoulet kind of thing. Um, and I, uh, was like, all right, I want the, the pork chop dish and I'm looking through and he goes, if you're going to order that pork chop dish, uh, I don't think you should order anything else. And I said, well, why not? And he goes, because it's a big dish. It's enough to feed, you know, three people. And I, and I was like, well, I, I'll take home leftovers. Like I want to try this dish. That's why I'm here. And Gina's like, I don't think they know how much you can eat. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, okay, we'll order it. Now, I was expecting it to take a little while, right? Because I know that this isn't something that they're, you know, they have sitting under a heat lamp. This is something that they're grilling fresh. And so, you know, typically if he, if he goes back and throws that order in immediately and the, and the chef gets cr- cranking, you know, you're, <clears throat> and it's a thick enough pork chop, you're going to be waiting for like 20 minutes at least, you know, uh, you know, 30 minutes. And so... We order more more booze. Now, let's just run a sort of ticker here on what your boy is ingested. So for the day, I've had a bowl of soup with maybe, I'd say 20 little tortellini sort of floating in it, right? And I've had uh, a couple of fork fills of potato and some octopus, and that's it, right? So... Uh, we're starting to get a little, we're starting to get a little happy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and we took lifts, so what's the big deal, right? So we're, we're, we're in it. 30 minutes go by or 25 minutes go by and out come our plates. And uh, he drops out her fish plate, which looks pretty good. It's got a very thin cut of meat, a uh, fish on it, but it looks pretty good. And then he lays out this, pork chop that is just slathered in in tomato sauce and melted cheese and he lays this in front of me and I'm looking at it and I think it's just because I've been uh I'm so tipsy at this point that I'm like processing it I'm going this doesn't look anything like the dish that I saw online I'm looking at it and the same guy who delivered us the salad initially delivered us this stuff and he's looking at us and he goes and he sees my pause and he goes like, did you order this? And I said, is this the pork chop with the sausage stuff? And he goes, no, this is like our pork chop special that has the melted cheese on it. And I go, dude, I ordered the, I ordered the pork chop with the sausage. And I see this guy's face and this guy's face just sort of turns and he gets this anger on his face. And he goes, you ordered that? And I said, yeah, yeah, I ordered that. And it's starting to click in with me. It's starting to roll in. Now, what's going on subconsciously in my mind, it seems like all the lights in the restaurant are coming up now, right? So, like, the restaurant's losing this sort of dimly lit romantic vibe, and now all the lights are coming on in the restaurant. And I'm starting to look around in the restaurant, and I'm starting to look around at all the other servings and all the other plates and all the other people that are at this restaurant, right? Because... Now I'm, I'm being pulled out of the romantic element to it and I'm processing what's happening. And I'm like, oh, okay, uh, well, dude, I didn't order this. I, the whole reason I came down here was for that other dish. And I don't <clears throat> want to be the type of dick 
that uh, complains about stuff, but like this is the second time that we've had our our orders fucked up. <coughs> and the guy looks at me and he goes, well, what do you want to do? And I start to do the math. We've already polished a bottle of wine. <coughs> and um, I start to do the math and I'm like, I'm, we're not going to sit here for another fucking 40 minutes uh, to have them make this dish. And as I look around at the other plates now and I'm seeing the place with full uh, vision, right? And I'm seeing that like people are ordering the pizzas, I, I look. I don't know what it is about Los Angeles, but when it's like every fucking restaurant in Los Angeles, people get excited if it's an Italian restaurant that serves fucking pizzas. Like if you're on the East Coast and you go to a good Italian restaurant, you get out on the north <clears throat> to the North End, or if you're in, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, if you're in um, Little Italy in fucking New York City, and you go into like a really good Tuscan restaurant, or if you're in fucking, if you're in Italy. Right, and you go into a good Tuscan restaurant. You go in there for whatever they do specifically. That's great. Like it might be a Tuscan restaurant that does really good seafood, right? And you get like a great swordfish dish, or you get like a a fra diavolo, or you uh, go into a spot that's really good with their lemon and capers. You know what I mean? You don't go into a fucking spot that's good with their fucking pizza, right? And so you you just like pizza is street food. Pizza's good, and I'm not shitting on pizza. But you don't go into a high-priced restaurant. We're talking high-fucking-priced. Like, my fucking dish hasn't come out yet, and we're, we're clocking, at this point, $238. And my dish is going to put us into the next level, you know, because of this thing. And they're charging premium fucking money for this dish that I didn't get. And so now I'm starting to get mad, right? And I'm starting to get angry. But I'm here with Gina, and we're really connecting, and I'm trying not to let my, my anger sort of come out. And I'm like, it's not a big deal. Not a big deal. I said, <clears throat> don't worry about putting the order in. Her and I will share this fish dish and then we'll call it even, right? And so then he's like, he, he's like, you want the pork chop anyway? I go, I don't want that. And, and it was like, uh, the pork chop dish was so unappetizing. It was absolutely unappetizing. I'm like, I, I don't want that fucking thing. And so uh, they take it away and now all the romance is gone. Right. And so I'm sitting across from Gina and she's like, I, you know, I'm, I'm really kind of full and she's trying to be good about it. I'm trying not to let my attitude and my anger sort of tarnish things. And I go, it's fine. It's not a big deal. And she's like, well, have this, this fish with me. And so now I'm like completely critical about everything that I'm eating. And she's like, I don't even like the fish dish. And I said, I, well, I'll eat it. And so then I started to eat it and I had like two or three bites of it. And all I wanted was that really great pork chop dish. And so the booze starts kicking in and, and I go, I don't even want to eat this. And she's like, do you want to just go? And I said, yeah, let's just close out. So then the host comes over and they're, they're making such a big deal over it, right? The host comes over and like, I'm so sorry that all this stuff is going on. And I'm so sorry that all this stuff happened. And in my mind, I'm like, that's fine, dude. Just discount the meal, right? Like throw in a bottle of wine. Do something like that. It's fine, right? So that way, I'm not walking out of this place spending almost $300 on a fucking tiny thing of, of octopus and a bowl of soup, right? And a, and a bottle of wine, you know? And so they come back, haven't discounted the bill at all. And I'm just pissed. And I'm just trying to keep it all in. And I'm like, whatever. And so we're, we're signing the thing and he comes back and he's like, 
I, I feel bad. I'm going to give you a gift certificate. I'm like, fuck off. Like in my head, I'm like, what? Like, I'm like, you, like you're going to get me back in here. Like, I'm going to want to use that fucking gift certificate. He's like, I'll send you a gift certificate. And so <clears throat> in this area that we're in, we're sort of nestled in a bunch of other like little restaurants. And so Gina's like, let's go across the street. And I said, okay. And I'm trying to be super chill because here's the most important thing. It's not about me being satisfied about the meal. It's about me and Gina connecting and me and Gina being out together and sort of coming down from this job. And so I'm just trying to let it run. And so we go across the way into this place and it's like a Spanish place. And as we walk in there, my eyes are registering everything. And now I'm registering what this whole development is and the kind of food that's in this development, the kind of people that are eating in this development. And it's like, this is like very corporate, right? It's not, it's not like, it doesn't feel like, how do I put this? It doesn't feel like restaurants with like uh, passed down recipes. It feels like some sort of chef that is phoning it in in most of these spots. So I'm like, I didn't want to get food here either, Jeans. I said, like, let's <clears throat> let's uh, get a drink here at the bar and then we'll process. So <clears throat> we ended up getting a drink there. And then we were going to go get some street food. We ended up going to another bar and getting a drink there. And I was just plastered, like absolutely plastered. Um, and uh, we came back to the house and ordered some tacos, delivery, and we had some tacos. And I was just out, like drunk out, right, by the end of the night. And <clears throat> the reason I say all this stuff is that what happened was uh, with that sort of I believe this, with that emotional plummet, right, which sort of plummeted me emotionally, but also the physical plummet, which was uh, <clears throat> my immune system dropping so fucking low because <clears throat> I was because <clears throat> I was so hammered. Hold on. I know that's gross. Sorry, guys. Um, I woke up the next morning. Like hung over, but my fucking throat was so raw. It felt like I had, that I had swallowed glass and it was just my throat. And I said to Gina, I'm like, what happened last night? Was I drunk? Did I eat hot tacos or something? And I burned the shit out of my fucking throat. And she's like, I don't know, man. And I, my throat was just so fucking raw and I was exhausted and hung over. And so I'm like, I'm just going to sleep. And so then <clears throat> I'm in bed and I'm sleeping most of the day. And then my sinuses, the, the, the glass that's in my throat moves into my sinus cavity. And it just feels like every time I breathe in, I'm just breathing through shards of glass. And I'm sitting there going, oh my God, like <clears throat> this is now not the hangover. This is something else. Hold on, guys, it's the most I've talked today. <coughs> and so... Um, oh man. And so, uh, <clears throat> now we're in day two of me being sick and Gina comes in and she's like, uh, our buddy Jarvis, he's got COVID. And I'm like, uh, <clears throat> oh, he does. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, fuck. Okay. And now, uh, I am just plummeting into all of the symptoms at this point. Uh, so like, my sinuses are fucking, it feels like I should be breathing blood. Um, all of my bones, all of my joints are aching. 
I went through this period where my teeth started to ache. Um, I, excuse me, I wasn't able to speak for a lot of it. And um, <clears throat> that just sort of started this adventure that I've been uh, locked in the room because I'm the only one in the house that has had it. Sort of locked in the room um, dealing with this thing. Day two, uh, we tested, Gina did the test for me, and I, t I tested positive on day two. Um, and then it's been this weird sort of, uh, it's like, it's like, it's like you end up on a, on a fucking, on a, on a theme park ride, right? Where you didn't sign up for it. And suddenly you're walking underneath the sign that says, welcome, you have COVID. You're like, oh, okay. So what's the ride? And they're like, okay, well, now we're going to take you through the sinus part of it. And, and next, the bone aches. And now the fevers and the shakes. And uh, next thing, the nausea. And you're just sort of going on this ride. Um, uh, today, like I said, it's day four. I slept a bit last night. Uh, so that's why I sort of started this this uh, impromptu little podcast because my brain is kind of in the right place, but just sitting here talking. Oh, as much as I have, I could feel just sort of the haze and the swamp pushing its way forward in my skull right now. Um, <clears throat> it's been crazy. It's been pretty nuts. Uh, and uh, I'm sharing this stuff with you guys uh, just to let you guys know that, like, look... COVID's out there. It definitely is. And uh, I haven't, uh, just strangely enough, on the East Coast, my parents got it this week, right? So they all have it the same time I do. I had talked to my mom a few days earlier, and she's like, I have COVID. And she's older, and I was worried about it. And then my dad's going to get it, and I was worried about it. Um, but, uh, you know, they sort of fall into that territory where it's like, go get whatever shot you need to do, you know, to be healthier. Um, but I've just sort of been tackling it head on right now. Um, and I don't necessarily feel like I'm going to die. I feel like I'm going through, uh, it's not like the flu. It's just sort of like this brutal roller coaster ride through all the different variations of sickness that you could possibly fucking have. And you just have to sort of strap yourself in and go, all right, drink enough water, 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 pound water, pound water. And it's like, is this a you know, an ibuprofen moment? Is this a mucinex moment? Is this a, you know, a, a NyQuil moment? Cause I need to pass out. I got to knock myself out cause I'm not sleeping enough. Um, it's one of those things. It's like, you know, being trapped in, in a snowstorm. Like you have no choice. You got to take care of yourself. You got to ride it out. Um, so if you start to feel any of these symptoms, it does exist. And I know that the COVID has become such a, uh, so symbolic of uh, the crumble of our <laughs> civilization over the past few years. And, uh, you know, a lot of folks uh, were second guessing how we all handle it and whether or not it needed to be as severe as it was. Um, and <clears throat> I think what that did is that as a byproduct afterwards, when we all took the, you know, the shots for it, we all took the uh, immunity shots. We were just like, I don't even want to fucking think about it anymore. Fuck that thing. Like, I've we've all processed it. Get it the fuck out of here. We're not wearing masks anymore. We're not doing that sort of thing. And I agree with that. I, I do. I agree with the fact that, like, look, um, let's not let this thing, you know, destroy our, our economy. And let's not let this thing destroy 
our daily lives in fear of this thing because I'm going through it right now and I'm fortunate that I I'm not an older person and I'm not uh you know wrestling with some like I, I mean I do have asthma so I'm being very cautious about how much shit gets down in my lungs and a lot of mucinex I'm taking a lot of that shit to make sure that I'm able to cough stuff up and try to cough stuff up because I don't want to end up with pneumonia I think that's when you start to get into like dangerous territory um but uh you just got to be aware you got to have your head on straight um and so what I've heard is that this version uh, is a bit faster than the prior version, and so it runs to you quicker. In theory, I'll let you know. Uh, what sucks is that this week was my week to get back to it. I had like multiple podcasts booked this week, people coming to the house this week that I've had to reorganize and reschedule, which fucking pisses me off because now it pushes everything that I was working on further, like another week further. Um, <clears throat> so I apologize. I know this, the, the beginning of this year has been pretty slow running between the other uh, job and between COVID now, but bear with us on the show. There are a lot of great episodes coming. There's a lot of exciting stuff in the works. I'm still taking meetings this week. I'm still processing this stuff. Um, but, uh, I had higher hopes for the amount of stuff I was hitting you with in January. And I feel like because of all this stuff, um, it's been kind of obnoxiously slow. Um, so I apologize and thank you for sticking with me and sticking through all this stuff and being true fans of this shit. Um, <clears throat> and there's not a goddamn thing I can do about it, you know? So what can I tell you? Um, but, uh, like I said, I, I wanted to come on and tell you what I was going through because if you start to feel these symptoms, uh, don't forget that, you know, this shit's still out there and it is found itself in legendary, uh, like sort of like urban legend status of like there is this sickness out there this COVID sickness that supposedly people are getting and I think the reason why I got it and I think Gina hasn't got it yet or our, our buddy Mike hasn't got it yet is because uh my immune system was so goddamn low right I just happened to have been exposed to it, it was probably living on me for a period of time and because of having all the alcohol and becoming so hammered my immune system dropped completely low enough for it to be able to take over everything and knock me on my ass. I think that's what happened. I think that's what happened. No, I know I'm not a fucking doctor or scientist, but, you know, sort of judging myself, I think that's what I did to myself. <clears throat> but anyway, that's it, man. I, I should probably wrap this up because you can hear my voice slowly closing. <coughs> and I don't want to be coughing and snotting on this. It's not really attractive to listen to. So um, thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, I've got... A great episode that I recorded right before all this stuff that hopefully if I have time, I will edit it this week and I will drop it next week. Uh, but I will keep you guys informed on how I'm feeling and how, uh, you know, whether or not this is stalling stuff. Uh, as you know, we've talked about this a bunch. Lance and I have a new podcast that will be dropping. We were supposed to record two more episodes this week. Now we're postponing those episodes. But Lance and I have a new show uh, called Right Place, Right Time. And uh, I, of course, was in the wrong place at the wrong time for COVID. What do you think of that? Um, but that will be dropping soon as well. Uh, we're uh, queuing up a bunch of those episodes, and I think that stuff will start rolling out in February at this point. So uh, lots of fun stuff on the way once your boy gets his brain back. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for putting up with me. Uh, and I appreciate each and every one of you. All right. See you.